and welcome to Reliving My My name is Noel Fogelman. My guest this week is James Morrison, the very talented actor, probably best known for his portrayal as Bill Buchanan, the CTU director on 24, the longest running CTU director on 24. Of course, we talk that show. We also talk about some of his other shows, the very underrated Space Above and Beyond that was on Fox in the mid-90s, and why sci-fi doesn't really work on network TV. He guest starred on Twin Peaks The Return. Who doesn't love Twin Peaks? We talk about that event series. Not only is he a very talented actor, he's a very talented musician, having released two albums. We talk about that, his inspiration for music as well. A little disclaimer, I was battling losing my voice during his interview, so bear with me. James was awesome, and I hope you enjoy my conversation with him. So, James, uh, thank you so much for joining me today, and I apologize about my voice. <laughs> yeah, no problem. You sound great. Oh, thanks. So, I, I guess I want to start with your music, because I discovered it a couple of years ago when I heard that you put out a couple albums, and they're they're fantastic. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. So, I'd imagine you probably got the intro music, probably the same as most people, when the Beatles came to uh, the States. Oh, yeah. I mean, that certainly changed everything you know yeah. for f but not just as a as a music musician i mean i as i look back on that, that period with all those bands because it changed everybody it made everybody grab a guitar and go to the garage you know um or drum set or sub drum kit you know but um also just um uh, finding a means of expression in general as a, as a creative uh, vessel, you know, um, I think, I think everybody looked at that and said, wow, you know, I, I want to do for somebody else what that just did for me. Right. In some way, you know, I think, I think I, I think that's how it worked, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I uh, actually though, I, I was, already into music by the time they hit you know i mean i was i was a fan of uh you know folk music i was a folky and, and i loved the beach boys when i was little and i mean you know yes yeah. all those guys the 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 folkies you know peter paul and mary and mm. all those guys i loved them right i interviewed uh dennis the young uh, a couple weeks ago from you know from sticks and he said that when the beatles came that basically gave millions of uh musicians jobs so they were the greatest job creators in the arts the beatles yeah. oh sure <laughs> yeah and, and uh but 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 it really did just make people want to go oh man i want right. to be that that was an that's an amazing thing and you know right. but and, and anybody you know i mean people will say chuck berry did that or you know, Little Richard did that. Uh, e even the, the the blues guys before that came before them. But um, there are those influential people in in every right. um, discipline. You know, and yeah. and we can all trace our interest in what we're doing now back to those people yeah. and and count them as influences. So, um, yeah, yeah. Now, was it hard? I mean, obviously. You on your albums, you have like, you know, I guess, Paige is your middle name? Page, yeah. 
Okay, because there's another obviously James Morrison uh, artist. So I don't know if that can you know people can British guy. Yeah, with you and him a, a, a little bit, do they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, and and he's you know he's he's a talented kid. Right. Um, that that definitely, uh, you know, I saw this interview with him once, uh, <laughs> and he said uh, so somebody asked him about his name, and he said, "Well, you know, I'm the singer." <laughs> And and I and I was going, yeah, yeah, and he's a good one, no yeah. doubt about it. And uh, you know, he's got a quite a uh, more substantial following than I have. As, uh, but yeah, you know, you, you, I I just think, uh, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, but uh, I think so. I just know. to avoid confusion. Yeah. Oh, you know, I did actually. I got a. I got a from Aftra. Uh, I think. Uh, I got a check of his, <laughs> royalty check of his in wow. the mail. It wasn't for very much, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, I, and I wrote them and said, man, this is a huge mistake. Yeah. It sort of makes me wonder, are, you know, how many other people are you doing this with? And sure. with similar names and because, yeah. uh, you know. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's going to happen is different actors and you know, musicians. I mean, well, actors is not as bad because SAG has that under control and okay. equity has that under control. I mean, right. you can't have the same name. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I just sure. thought, man, you, you, you picked, it's, it's really easy to do the research and dis, and, and discover right. we're not the same guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not, we're so different, you know? Yeah. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But um, I think one of my favorite songs is looking out the window. And, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, the intro just reminds me of just like you know Deadwood. It just draws me right to you know the the HBO show Deadwood. It just yeah. you know, and it's just, it's very. So, do you have any more like um, aspirations? Sorry, is that, I'm sorry. Here's that noise I was promising. It's all right. I think, I think we're fine. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any more like um, future plans for any more albums coming out? Um, you know, I'm working on some, I'm always working on uh, something. Right. Um, and I'm right now I'm working on learning a couple of my songs, newer, so, new songs that nobody's heard on the piano. Okay. I don't play the piano. And, uh, so I decided the best way to learn was to learn on maybe a song that I wrote so I could accompany myself and, and then learn, uh, you know, a little bit more about music theory through, uh, through that. Right. Um, cause I write on the guitar. Okay. And uh, I don't, I don't read. Okay. Were you self-taught on the guitar? Oh no, I had, I had uh, a teacher for a few years. In fact, um, Richard Peacock is his name, talented guitar player. And um, he's the one who actually said to me, do you write, uh, have you written any songs? And I said, yeah, right. you know, I wrote some when I was in my early twenties and, and I've got some, yeah. He said, well, why don't you lay one down for me and let me hear it. So I said, oh, okay, can I can I do it next week, you know, when we meet? And so I brought a couple in and, and uh, I, that I hadn't played for anybody. And I, I mean, probably ever since yeah. I was in my early 20s when I oh, would wow. play a lot, you know. Right. And he said, wow, you know, you should, uh, you should write some more. And, and you know how we sometimes need permission to, Right, reach our potential, you know, or, or or you know, all this stuff just right. came out of me, 
I mean, he oh. just gets, you know, the, the door opened and, it, and uh, I just started writing. I wrote, uh, you know, I don't know, 30, 40 songs in about three months. Wow. I was just waiting to come out. Yeah. I think a lot of people have that stuff in them just waiting to come out. But they, you know, and, and again, yeah. back to the Beatles. I mean, that's what they, they gave people permission. Yeah. To just go, you've got that in there. Right. Without knowing probably what they were doing. Yeah. But it happened, it just so happened that people right. said, wow, I, I, you know, I think I could do that. Yeah. I mean, just like anybody, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, any of those guys inspired a whole generations of people yeah. to, to become right. what they became, you know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Now, do you, I mean, obviously the last year plus has been, you know, horrible for most, but I mean, if you can look at some positives, it gave some people who really had nothing else to do an opportunity to express themselves and try to unlock those potentials. Yeah. yeah. How did you keep busy? How did I what? Sorry. How, how did you keep busy last year? Uh, well, I, you know, as I said, I'm always doing something. So I'm, I'm either always uh, studying, uh, you know, a, a part in a Shakespeare play or, right. uh, or, yeah. I, you know, learning dialect or, or um, um, I'm in class a lot still, you know, I have a favorite uh, uh, studio that I, uh, the BGB studio in, in LA uh, that I, that I, where I taught for, for mm -hmm. about a year. Um, I'm always in class or doing something, mm -hmm. you know, writing something or, you right. know. So that's how that's how I I stay busy that way. Um, that's good. Yeah, that's good. yeah, that's good. But I just want to uh, we'll start with one of your roles. Um, love the show, and I felt it got canceled way too soon. Space above and beyond. Oh yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'll ask. You know, it kind of ended on a cliffhanger. Do you think McQueen uh, survived? In oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that. Well, I know for a fact that they had what they had mapped out for the, for the, you know. Right, it's, they had a few years, right? Close mapped out of the show, unfortunately. Um, I, I don't know how many years exactly, right. but I knew, I knew where they were gonna go with what, uh, based on what happened to us all, except right. for, um, you know, Wang. Um, yeah. Joel De La Fuente, that came as a surprise because, right. uh, in fact, I was watching the finale at my house with Joel when-, oh, wow. when we saw that yeah <laughs> right when he was blown out of the sky uh i laughed out of i mean it was like a nervous shock right. laugh you know like yeah i couldn't believe right and he and he was we were both uh because we didn't know the fate of the show yet right and of course they did that's why they did that yeah and um it was a shocker. So, so, but I, I think, I mean, yeah, I, it was, it was kind of a tragedy. Um, really, I think it could have gone at least another year. Now it always seems like sci-fi shows always struggle on like network TV. You know, I can't remember the last one that actually really lasted more than a couple. Of, I mean, I guess you can say X-Files, but that was, that was more different than like a space show. Why do you feel like shows like that just don't last on network TV? Well, um, w without 
being it's hard not it's hard to say without being punitive <laughs> because um I mean, I have my theory, and I think it's just that uh, the people that the number crunchers and the and those you know suits in the tower don't really have much of an imagination, and and, and maybe that's not their job, right? Know? But it seems to me that it would be because yeah. that's the business that they're in. They're in the the, the business of imagining, right. but they're also looking at a different thing than I do. So. But I, but but sci-fi really calls for a, 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 a an I mean, as you know, the suspension of disbelief has it's got right. to be enormous in order in order for it to land, you know. Yeah. And I just don't think they, uh, in this instance, I don't think they knew what, what Morgan and Wong were doing, right. and what we all were doing. Yeah, you know? it was was kind of ahead of its time, you know possibly a cable or a streaming show rather than a network show because i think oh, they, most yeah. definitely yeah i mean it would been it would have really done well in this yeah. in this, uh, day and age because right. well first of all it wouldn't have been as expensive to make yeah it would have figured out how to it was at the time it was the most expensive show ever made wow and um they, i mean they built all those sets uh mm -hmm. all those planets and right it was huge yeah and they and they and you saw it on the on screen i mean it was right it, it, it looked great yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and yeah. at the time the the special effects and you know they hold up pretty well after even yeah. after all this time all the cgi stuff at the time was groundbreaking stuff yeah. uh state of the art you know I, I mean it wasn't a show like Twin Peaks, you know, uh, or, or 24 too. I mean, where they hold it up and say, and, and then people end up copying certain aspects of it because it's so far ahead of its time and, and original and unique. Yeah. But, but at the same time, uh, I mean, even the Star Trek stuff wasn't doing the stuff that we did. Right. It was, it, the gritty realism and, yeah. you know, battles and the stuff. I mean, that right. was, um, it was cool. Yeah, it's almost like it was inspiration for like when they brought Battlestar Galactica back, and it's a show, uh, the Expanse that's on Amazon. It's like yeah, they, yeah. they looked at space and they said, "This is." Oh yeah, I watched the Expanse uh, the other day. And I'm sorry yeah. for, but yeah, I, I yeah, it it doesn't. Uh, well, and and what you get is. Uh, there's a there's a what you had with with uh, glenn morgan you know behind it was yeah. a really a really a, a, a an attention to the detail of to character detail right and and i guess you got that in uh battlestar galactica but not to the same degree i mean there was there was a an, an, a, a, a it was more of a focus on behavior uh i think from from glenn right in terms of how he viewed people and um i mean i'm, I'm probably going to piss off the Battlestar galactic fans because i'm not really uh, you know i didn't really follow the show but right no that's that's you know, sci -fi, sci -fi fans are pretty <laughs> yeah pretty intense yeah exactly. yeah 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 you mentioned I mean, we love them but they're intense you know right they are yeah you mentioned twin peaks and that was groundbreaking when it was first on 
and then the revival a couple of years ago, you, you were in it for a few episodes. How much yeah. fun was that? And did you actually watch the finished product? Oh, oh yeah. Well, I watched it with Mark Frost. Okay. Well, because he's, he's one of my best friends, but oh, okay. also lives in my same town I live in. And uh, right. so we, uh, yeah, we just went over to his house and had a watch right. viewing parties every, uh, right. every, uh, I don't know when was it every week. Yeah. Yeah. Did you um, like, follow yeah, along? Did you know? <laughs> did you know what was going on? Um, who, who did anybody? I don't know if David Lynch did. I mean, <laughs> uh, no, nobody knew what was going yeah. on. Some some things, you know, you go, oh yeah, I get that because I was a fan of the show, right? And, and it was all tied together. But you know, there's a lot of stuff where you just go, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. And I think that was by design. I mean, it's, right. you're, if you're creating a world that doesn't exist you can do whatever you want yeah and uh it's 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 just not tied to any reality that any of us are or even you know it, it's a really an amazing yeah. right <laughs> i mean yeah. we were we were the, that episode where, where he goes into the atom bomb and all that stuff I mean, oh, that, oh yeah wow that that's sort of what it was like in my head when i was working on Sure. <laughs> I had to watch that one twice. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Well, that whole thing with the little, with the girl and the, yeah, whatever that was that I forget now, it was an insect or a, uh, the, the crawling, was it, what was it? Uh, it was some kind of bug thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. See, it's just, it was like a bad dream that you, you try to forget. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that's, that's, uh, that's the genius of it, I think. I mean, I've been a fan of, of that show in particular, but also of Lynch's work and, right. and Mark too. I mean, he's an amazing writer. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, yeah, a show like that, obviously, the demand was so high that you know expectations. How difficult is to keep it like under wraps? The people like your oh, friends it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't difficult at all. Okay. I mean, and not simply because we were legally bound to do so. <laughs> right. <laughs> It was, it was, uh, I mean, I literally would, would take a stranger yeah. on the set when we were on the set. I, I would just say, could I, excuse me, could I talk to you for a sec? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, can we talk about how fucking amazing this is? Because <laughs> can you believe you're here? Right. Doing that? And he, and they'd go, no, man, I can't. Yeah. Can we? Is, is it okay for us to, and I said, yeah, I mean, yeah, we have to be able to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Right. It was kind of, it was definitely a bucket list thing. Right. No, that's awesome. I mean, I hope some way he decides to revisit it again because it ended yet another cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think they went out in a, with a bang. Yeah. If you know, right. And, 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 you know, I mean, he's, it's, it's an iconic show, but but, but also uh, um, just to be on set with Will Lynch and and uh, right, you know, while, while he's directing and, and yeah. to be directed by him too. I mean, that was a thrill. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Another iconic show, which ironically is celebrating its twentieth uh, anniversary this year, the first season of Twenty Four or Day One of Twenty Four. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, you came on, you know, the four seasons, you know. Bill Buchanan, which the director has basically no job security. 
I mean, you know, no. how many of those, like, you know, it's like the Trump cabinet, you know, no job security. You're, you're gone pretty much quickly. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, well, but just, but as an actor on the show, you yeah. don't have it either. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. No matter what, no matter what role you're playing, I'm really. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll get to that part in one sec, but. Okay. When, yeah. When you uh, found out you were going to, you know, be on the show, how much direction did they like give you? Like, did you know you were going to be on? It's just a, it's a current nothing. character, I guess. Nothing. 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 I knew nothing. And I, and I, um, you know, I purposely didn't ask. Right. Uh, I, I got all I needed to know from the script at the time because you're, right. you know, in real time, the only subtext is what's happening in the moment. Yeah. And, and then as it started to be revealed, you know, uh, that I was, that I had a past with Michelle or, right. Um, I don't, I, in fact, I don't even remember that discussion either. I mean, I just sort of just made it up for myself. I made up my backstory and right. I didn't, uh, we didn't, uh, 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 Reiko and I didn't, didn't talk about it either, really. I mean, I didn't, mm. um, I was, you know, I was hired episode to episode for the first okay. 10 episodes. So, right. and they, sh they shot two at a time. Okay. Some, they shot, you know, like you'd do, uh, if you were doing episodes, 13 and 14. Yeah. Uh, in the morning, you might shoot a scene from 13. And then in the afternoon, you might shoot a scene from 14. So okay. you're basically doing a two hour movie in, in two weeks yeah. or however many days, or right. what they have, eight yeah. days per episode, I guess, nine maybe. Yeah. So, um, but no, I didn't know anything. I don't think they knew anything. I think if I'd asked them, they would have just said, yeah, you know, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because it was it was they were sort of up in the air at the time, and I came in as a, a character came in right. as as a sort of a, a replacement uh, thing yeah. because of the shakeup at the CTU. You know? Right. I didn't know much about that either. I just knew that somebody left because I wasn't yeah. I, I I wasn't a, uh, I didn't watch the show. Oh, okay. I sort of just. Uh, I watched an episode before I went into audition. Right. Okay. Get a feel for it, but I'd heard great things about it. I just, mm -hmm. I just, you know, it, it wasn't on my radar really. Right. Did you become a fan of the show after you left? Oh, you, after I left. Yeah. Oh no, like, I became a fan while I was on it. No, I mean, like you continue watching even when you weren't on the show. Oh yeah, because yeah. I'm because of the people. Oh sure, I mean they're, you know. I've never had a job that lasted that long. And so I became right. pretty close with a lot of those people. And, uh, you know, this, the crew and, right. uh, you know, Howard and yeah. Howard Gordon and Mary Lynn. I mean, you know, yeah, we were, we were tight. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'd imagine like whoever is in charge of continuity has to be like, on the ball there because you guys have to wear the same you know costumes basically the whole season well and, yeah but it's you know that's that's pretty easy that's the easy part i mean you know i wear a blue tie and a blue shirt and a black yeah. jacket <laughs> right they've got a couple of them just in case i spill my lunch on it but <laughs> right that's that's pretty easy but but uh i think the hardest part probably was and and uh you know we had this this the script supervisor uh 
and 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 continuity and and uh, you know props and all that stuff. They were, they were yeah, they were top notch. I mean, the whole from top to bottom, it was it was the, the most amazing right uh, collection of people that I think I think they had a there was a shakeup in the electrics department. Uh, while, um, while I was there, but other than that, I think they had like a ninety five percent. Um, same crew that they started okay. with. You know. Oh wow! So it was it was a really right. tight family, yeah. and uh, we started thinking, uh, finishing each other's thoughts creatively, you know, yeah. as we were working, but also personally too. I mean, we just spend spend that much time with around somebody over those years, that many years, and yeah, you know, you get to, to know them. In fact, I went on vacation with some of the crew. Um, to Hawaii one year and that I mean when do you do that man? no definitely not yeah you know you work with each other every day and then you right go, should we go on should we go to Hawaii together yeah. I mean it's great fun over there in Maui and you know we can surf or you know play golf and, yeah. and you go, yeah let's do that and then then you go back to work and talk right. about the, the vacation you just yeah. had that was amazing right good yeah. people yeah I mean I had you know Xander Berkeley and Sarah Clark on and they got married so you know being, yeah. being on the show so it's yeah and yeah. i didn't know xander until uh oh god years after i left i mean i and, right. and finally we just we contacted each other through mm -hmm. through twitter uh okay dm you know right said you know we should meet for coffee or lunch or something yeah. in launchmont you know and so we did oh that's great yeah yeah yes. and uh yeah, we ended up being buddies. So now right. we're friends. And, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Those CTU directors have to, you know. Gotta stick together. You know, absolutely, yeah. And, so, you know, I still, I'm still, i still close to, with num a number of them, a uh, number of the people. Carlos, you know. Yeah, yeah I've been trying to get him on too. So hopefully that'll happen. Oh, yeah, he's a great interview. Yeah. Now, season four ended on a cliff over the cliffhanger. Jack died. Uh, but... Was your like status up in the air? Did they know that you were coming back? Did you know you were coming back? How was that written for you? Season was that season five? Yes, it was between season four and five. Well, between four and five. Well, four was my first one, and I did I didn't know right. until uh, the party that uh, at, at Kassar's house, the the yeah. rap party. That's when I was told that I would be back. Okay. They wanted me to come back as a regular. Right. Okay. And uh, Joel Cernow, uh, I just went over to thank him. I sat mm -hmm. down next to him and said, you know, thanks, man. I really had a great time. I appreciate everything. That, and and uh, you were right. Because he told me when I when he hired me, he came into the makeup trailer and I said, this is going to be a fun part for you. Yeah. And I said, oh, great, man. I'm looking forward to it. So, and he, and he was right, you know. Right. So I thanked him for that. And he said, oh, yeah. So, you know, by the way, we're going to invite you back. Uh, for as a regular for you know i don't know what 22 out of 24 okay. episodes and, and i and i i was so shocked and i i, I just i mean i i was hoping that that of course that that would right, of course. happen but yeah. i i was so shocked the way it happened and he, and he wanted to tell me because it, you know it feels good to, to do that right and and i said oh my god i gave him a big hug you know I, yeah I, I can sat next to my wife and I looked at her and I said, I started to tell him what uh, just happened. And I got a little 
emotional. Yeah. And that just then, uh, Tina uh, Kassar, John's wife, yeah. uh, walked up and, and said, you know, and I said, oh, she said, are you having fun? And I looked up at her. <laughs> Tears were forming in my eyes. And I said, it's, it's such a beautiful party. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you know it was so beautiful that I had to cry, right. but I was really crying about was that I just got a life-changing job, you know. Right, exactly. Especially you know, just a working actor, you know, you got job security for at least for the next year. It was a beautiful thing. Yeah, it was. It was uh, been yeah. ten years since I'd been a regular on a series, so that was right. great. Yeah. Now I guess on that show, it's only inevitable when you get the call that you know you're gonna die. It happened pretty much to everybody but Jack on on the show. Um, how did that call go? Well, you know they they uh, didn't invite me back for initially for the for the uh, seventh season because right. they were in the DC and I and mm-hmm. I you know and and everything was changing so they just they just didn't know how that was going to shape out so they mm-hmm. didn't renew my contract and and I understood that and so I mm-hmm. said goodbye and. Uh, but then they called me on, uh, uh, out of the blue. Howard Gordon called and said, "You know, we were just sitting about talking about this guy that's doing this, and you know." And and then I just looked at him. I said, "Wait a minute! Why don't we just bring the guy back who knows how to do this? I mean, he's the guy who does this, and uh, and let's get Buchanan back here. I'll, you know, oh yeah, call James. All right. I mean, that's how it, you know he explained it." Yeah. So they did, and um, I'm sorry. What was the question? Oh, no, no problem about you know getting the the, the oh, death yeah, call. So, yeah. <laughs> so they initially you know only hired me for half the season okay. just because they they weren't sure what how it was going to play out. Right. And I understood that because because it's it's a changing dynamic, you know. Yeah. And then uh, so but so I wasn't I and you know as has been established here we we know that he's the son and the planets get killed yeah you know that when you sign on so right um so yeah he called and said that, you know this is the call i hate to make and i said well you know i i was expecting it but so all i and all i really said was you know thanks so much for this but also could, can it be a really good one you know? yeah and uh, he said oh yeah it'll be a good one and then I mentioned something about because I never pitched ideas to them or anything. I never right. even I never even went upstairs. Yeah, the whole time I was on the show because I thought, you know, if they don't know I'm here, maybe they won't kill me. Right. So I tried to keep a low profile. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I said, uh, maybe maybe could it have something to do with the the torture issue? You That's know? right. That was big that year. Because of who Bill is, and and uh, I just wanted to sort of pitch that, and he said, "Oh yeah, you know, I'll I'll, I'll look at that." Mm. And sure enough, I mean, it it they tied it together, right? You know, because if if I as Bill, if Bill had uh, had tortured that guy to find the answer, like Jack asked him to, none of that would have happened, probably, right? Or they could have nipped it in the bud sooner. Yeah. And so I think, you know, the, the thinking that, that I 
the line of logic that I followed as Bill was I've got to do something to make up for this. Right. Not, not it's my fault. And, and I'm, no, no, of course but, not. but just, okay, I've got a, uh, he's a, he was a real practical guy and he was a real yeah. pragmatic uh, guy. Right. And so this is what has to be done to do this. Yeah. And if it's a good idea, we'll do it. If it's not, we won't, I don't, I don't care who the idea it is, Jack, mm. you know what I'm saying? Right. That was him. Yeah. So he just had this idea, you know, I've got to, I've got to sacrifice myself to make this right. This mm -hmm. is the only way it's going to work. And I know Jack can take, take over when I'm gone. Right. And follow through on what I'm about to do. That's yeah. how quick it was, you know? Right. So. Yeah. And then that's exactly what he did. And, you know, you got the silent clock, which, you know. Yeah. Memorable. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was one of the, obviously the most memorable deaths on the show. Uh, you know, it was cool, but, huh? Yeah, was yeah. It was right up there with Sean Astin's, which I thought was really well done. Really, really good one. That yeah, was a really good one. I mean, see, it's it's just like okay, I'll do what I have to do. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Sean was really wonderful in that part. It was fun working with him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like on that show, it's when it came out. A lot. Of, I mean, a lot of people watched it, but more people up i think probably season four going back into the you know the previous uh, you know seasons and you were able to like not more or less binge it but the dvds were out so you're able to catch it up i watched it week by week and i know a lot of people have this you know debate about whether you should binge a show or watch it like week by week any show but especially a show like that maybe even like lost or you know shows that you know are serialized uh, what, what do you how do you prefer to watch a show Oh, I much prefer binging because uh, it's um, well, because I'm a little bit OCD anyway. Right. I think, first of all, you have to be to, to appreciate a show like that. Yeah. Or, or any show that you really dig. I mean, I, you know, I, I, my favorite show to binge is uh, Peaky Blinders. Okay. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of that show. And I can't, uh, I just can't put it down, man. I, right. I, I think it's like a, it's like a good book. I mean, if you're, um, I remember the last book I read that made me feel that way was Keith Richards uh, autobiography. Right. Life, you know, a life is it a life or life. Anyway, yeah. you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I couldn't put it down, man. And, and uh, going back to the, to the Beatles conversation, you know, this guy changed my life. Yeah his band, the Rolling Stones, between the Rolling Stones and the Beatles, you know. Right. So to, to listen in his voice, you know, uh, to hear that, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I got to the last hundred pages of it and I started to slow down. Like I would start to ration it right. out. To like I, I don't want it to end. Yeah. And uh, and yet I I couldn't put it down in the in the time I was reading it. So it's the same way with the show. Going back to the, to your question though, yeah, um, I binged it uh, when I was on it. Okay, because I had to watch the first four seasons. Right, and that was before streaming. So I forget how I got them, and the DVDs weren't out yet, as I remember. Mm -hmm. I don't. I, maybe they were, or I got them. I, I think I got them from the studio. Okay, and I just watched it. You yeah. know. And I, I could not stop. Right. It was my first introduction to binging, I think, yeah. really, with that show and, and, and while I was on it. And then uh, 
uh, and I just said, man, I, this, this, these guys have, this is, uh, they're onto something here with this addiction. Yeah. Right. They, they really set the tone for that. Didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. Like, what yeah. was your like favorite? Oh shit moment. The whole series. Well, it was the one I saw before I auditioned. I watched the episode where uh, Jack kills. Um, oh, Ryan Chappelle. Yeah. Yeah, that one is like, whoa. That was the one I got as a as a SAG member, I think, to vote oh, okay. on. Right. And so that's the only cut episode I had, and I just said, oh, I'll just put this yeah. in. I got to see what the yeah. feel of this thing is, and the characters, and who they, are, who I'm talking right. to, and where I'm going to be. You know, because it was I came in with just a, it was it was like two pages of dialogue as well. Yeah. They just wanted to see. Okay. Right. Look, they wanted, they were looking for a look, I guess, you know, yeah. I don't know. And um, I just went, Oh my God, man. Yeah. If they'll do that, they will do anything on this right. show. And I want to be on it. Right. <laughs> so I went in. So then I had to, you know, you have to yeah. okay, get that calm down before you right. go in. You're going to be in trouble. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that season ended so beautifully where Kiefer was just like in his sheep and he just broke down crying. Yeah. For like a good 30 seconds. And then like someone came on the radio. It's like, you got to go back to TTU. And then he goes, does his job again. It's just like, you forget yeah. that. You know, it, it was uh, brilliant because, you know, it was, first of all, he was great in the show. Right. But also, I mean, at the end of that day, at the end of any of those days. Yeah. They could have had a picture. They could have had any character in the thing I, I, individually, just going from <laughs> character to character, and everybody's just sitting there going, <laughs> "I know, right?" <laughs> because yeah, it's, I mean, what a fucking day, right? I know. For I mean, every day ended like that for him. I mean, he was never happy on any day when it ended. His well, wife died. It's like, exhausting. I mean, twenty-four yeah. hours. Right. It's like just being pummeled, you know, yeah. twenty-four hours, just boom, boom, boom. Right. And, and you know. And then when it finally ends, you know, you just go, oh, God. Yeah. It was fun, man. It was a great, yeah. fun job. Yeah. Did uh, you and Kiefer ever, like, discuss your music careers? Uh, we had a couple talks about music, yeah, but not, not, not. Uh, you know, we didn't get real close. Okay. While I was there. I'm, you know, I, I have great respect for him as, as an actor. And, uh, right. And and uh, now as a musician, as it turns out, I, but but at the time, you know, he he wasn't doing what he is now. He wasn't. Right. He wasn't. Uh, I think he was kind of shy about uh, playing his own stuff. Or right. His friend Jude, I guess, convinced him oh, to Jude do that. Paul, yeah. From what I hear, but yeah. And I and I uh, I hadn't really uh, discovered my uh, right. songwriting. Yet yeah, either, and um, I mean, you know, I had stuff from, like I said from my early twenties because I, I did write a lot of songs. A couple of mm -hmm. them I actually still do. But um, we talked guitars because he's 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 a collector, and I started collecting. Right. Um, but but uh, and we talked about rock and roll and blues and stuff. You know, just yeah. casual conversation when right. when when we weren't being intense. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty intense set, as you can imagine. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, good. But before we go, I want to talk about what's over your shoulder showing up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Documentary about you know the audition process. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. How um, 
like I, obviously I know you're not in it, but you, you created it because I guess you probably don't want to have the focus be on you, be on the other people who are who are in the uh, in in the movie. But like, how did the idea come about that you wanted to make this into a film? Um, well, it came about uh, initially when I was backstage in the green room waiting to go on in a, in a Shakespeare at the Old Globe in San Diego. And I was talking to a, a fellow who's in the movie, Tom Lacey, about right. auditioning and, you know, uh, audition stories and, you know, just how screwed up they are and how sometimes right. wonderful. And, and, and he told me a story that kind of blew my mind and I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I, and I, and, you know, we, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're an actor in the business for long mm -hmm. enough, you 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 will have heard the horror stories right. that, that people have, and the beautiful stories too. I mean, it's it's just it's a it's a it's it's often a topic of conversation. And uh, so I thought, wow, well, it'd be great to have a book. You know, if actors write their own thing and they can put it in right. a book, a coffee table book, and it's actors that you know and you've seen, but you don't really, you know. But then, uh, you know, I, it just, you know, it occurred to us that this should be uh, actors t telling their, their own stories, you know. So right. they're not, you know, storytellers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, that's how it came about. And then, then, you know, we just started putting it in motion. In fact, I started filming it when I was on 24. Okay. And... Uh, and the producers, Michael Click, uh, bless his soul, helped me, you know, let me, you know, uh, go to New York for a week while we were in the middle of an episode. And, and, and I, you know, because they didn't like you to leave. Okay. But, but yeah, I'll be back on this day. And okay. And, uh, and uh, we just got, you know, this, the Jim Carnahan and, uh, and Kate Boca, casting directors in New York, and they, they just, they brought us all these great people. They just called and said, you know, you need to show up here to talk to this guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're doing a film about this. And okay, yeah. And they all did. They all just, nice. it was it was amazing. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And, and we, we're, we were pretty happy with how it turned out. Yeah. Where can people uh, watch it? Well, you, you know, they can, or, I know people don't do DVDs anymore. Much, right. But, which is a shame, but, because uh, we, uh, uh, not too not too long ago, uh, our contract with our streaming service expired. Okay. So it's really not being streamed now. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do next with with that. Right. But you can order the 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 DVD on Amazon or at a, at the website uh, showingupmovie.com. Okay. And also, where can people find your music? Through my website, which is uh, jpmorrison.com. Okay, awesome. And, uh, you can you can buy the the, the uh, uh, you know digital copy of it there, or uh, write me and I'll send you a, D, a CD. Right. Yeah. So if, I don't even know if people still listen to CDs, do they? Yeah, I mean, I, I have a ton. I, I have so many, and I didn't have a CD player, so I, I bought like a whole thing with a record player too, and everything. So it's great. Yeah, it's, my my boys just started collecting vinyl, and uh, uh, it's really nice to see him in there listening and and, and reading the liner notes. Because right. I miss mean, that. Yeah. When I was growing up, man, that was me too. That, that was uh, yeah. the big deal. You know? 
I mean, we'll just hope that cassettes never come back, though. <laughs> yeah, because no, yeah. I don't know if they will. No, it's the worst. <laughs> but uh, James, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Oh, man. I uh, Thanks, Noel. I appreciate talking to you, man. And a special thanks to James for joining me today. Go check out his website, jpmorrison.com, where you can listen to his music. You can find him on Facebook. He's very active. And if you have a guest suggestion, you can hit me up on Twitter at the personal 19 or like the page Living My Youth on Facebook. Go to iTunes, check out all the past episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and review the show. I would really appreciate it. If you don't have iTunes, not a problem. Shows on SoundCloud, Podbean, Spotify, TuneIn, wherever you can find a podcast. New episode comes out every week. And before we go, we're going to play one of James' songs, Looking Out the Window. We'll see you next week. No respect for